whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi Next Class. That is hard to say. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 8, Hashtag Rise and Grind. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Netflix summary? Sure. Miles and Tristan run into relationship troubles when they disagree on the importance of sex. When a dancing opportunity presents itself to Zig, he's eager to prove himself and turns to Esme for help. When Maya asks VJ to take down his cover of her song, he responds online and his fans blow up at her. I have no memory of his fans blowing up at her. Was that a, did that happen or was that just like an assumed thing? I think like it was like, oh, the fans are going to be mad, but I don't know if she ever really got that much backlash. If she did, it was like a very like brief, like, oh no, the fans are going to be mad at you. And then she immediately like, then she like talked to Peter about it for a second. And then she's like, I'll make friends or I'll be nice now. And then, so the fans aren't mad at me, but I don't really remember seeing the effects of that. Me (laughs) neither. Greatly impacting her. Yeah. I don't think that what, I don't think that factored in. So I'm not sure it's worth being on the description, but okay. Hashtag rise and grind. I mean, we could take it in a dirty place for it to apply to Tristan and Miles, but I don't really want to go there, even though I said that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but in terms of like, like rise and grind, like coffee, don't know if this is really applying to anything. <laughs> like what its actual meaning is. No idea. Um. I mean, maybe Zig working hard to get a dance routine down? <laughs> to, again, grind could apply <laughs> to the dance moves he would have oh, yeah. had to perform. Had he oh, taken my God. I knew immediately that this yeah. is what this woman was asking. And I was like, ugh, why? Why? Degrassi, what? Okay. Also, he's not 18, right? Oh, I have no idea. Because <laughs> aren't they supposed to be like maybe juniors? Sophomores are juniors? I don't know how old anyone is anymore, honestly. I think they're juniors. I maybe like he got held back? Junior. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't turn 18 until after I graduated high school. So I have I no idea. I in like the middle of my senior year in high school. I feel like yeah, it's either like the like right after... I feel like you don't turn 18 in your junior year of high school unless you've been held back. But I don't know. Um. Anyway, I guess we can just dive in since we're talking about it already. Um. The episode starts with Tristan, Miles, Zoe, and Winston playing Truth or Dare. Uh, Tristan starts by eating a whole spoonful of butter, which is disgusting. And then Miles gets a truth question about how many people have you been with? Apparently it's five. And now Winston is like, ooh, new additions. Let me catch up. And I'm like, oh, my God. Their their friendship is close, but also this is awkward to do in front of, like, Miles' current boyfriend and a previous 
like apparently number on the list i don't know oh my god also we get the confirmation that um miles and zoe did in fact do the deed over that summer camp movie period right right yeah i like barely have any recollection of that i hate that i just said do the deed i feel very uncomfortable about that they had sex yeah and then they all go around the circle like telling their numbers i think and it's like well obviously winston is zero and he's like hey some of us are looking to fall in love and then tristan is avoiding the question is like this is childish and then so at first i thought we were gonna get a like oh, is he still traumatized from, like, the pedophile teacher experience? I don't know if we really ever figured out what happened there. Uh, but that did, that was not brought up in any way, shape, or form in this episode. Is that ever going to be brought up again? I do not know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember the... I don't know. Have we talked about it in actual did it happen in actual next class or did it happen before the show transitioned and I can't remember I can't either I think it was the first season okay well I would be surprised then if we don't hear about it again I don't know I don't know I wish that they would but you know they did what they did so yeah that's where we are Um, also when after tristan storms out winston says what's up his butt which i wrote as maybe not the best wording i did not even catch that yikes they could have used Uh, a different choice literally anything else would have been great definitely nope um but then i have i did not take a lot of fashion notes but if my first one is zig's black tank top and just like his arms in general are on display a lot in this episode. He loves that tank top. Literally, my only fashion note isn't even a fashion note. And it's just that Maya's hair looks terrible. Oh, yeah. It's, like, really flat on her head. It's really flat on top. Like, it's, like, she straightened it up to a certain point, and then it, like, juts out. But not <laughs> yeah, in a cool really way. Weird. And it, like, it looks like she hasn't had her roots done for a really long time because she's like, I'm blonde. I don't need to get my blonde roots done. And I'm like, they're two different colors. <laughs> Yeah, my only other note was, like, Tristan's shirt at the very end of the episode was terrible. It was, like, it had this, like, pink, like, like, pattern on it, but it only, it, like, went into, it was, like, as if he had, like, <laughs> the only, I, I don't, don't know the word for this, but, you know, like, when a bird has, like, a mane, but I know it's not a mane, but it's, like, the <laughs> feathers that, like, are yes. in a little triangle. <laughs> Yes, I know the feather it triangle. Was, it was like that, but it was pink, and then the rest of her shirt was white. I don't know. It was not. It was a terrible shirt. Um, and that's my only other fashion note. I forgot to take them for the rest of the episode. I Yeah, I didn't even remember to take any. I just, you know, I remembered afterwards, so I underlined where I wrote that Maya's hair looked terrible. <laughs> um, but now we're with zig and tiny and grace and apparently tiny got into science camp yay and Zig like got him a cupcake to celebrate or something they're cute Um, friends yeah but he's got to figure out how to pay for the flights apparently like the tuition is covered but he's just gotta like get himself there so 
Um, but Zig is like, come on, we gotta like, we're see, we're both single now. We gotta go on the prowl together before you leave. And Grace is like, yeah, I'm, I'm not taking part in this. Bye. Um, and then this woman, and then I guess, I don't remember why Zig starts dancing. Is it cause he wants to like go on the prowl? I don't remember. Oh, he dances the cupcake back to the table. He does like a spin move. Ah, it's very dramatic. Okay. Gotcha. And then a woman comes over to them and is like, do you dance? And he's like, uh, yeah, I can, I can get down, I guess. Sure. And she's like, we're having auditions come. Like, do you want to be a dancer? And I'm like, okay, she's obviously recruiting like young men to be strippers. Like his arms are out. This is why she is targeted Zig. And it feels very, it made me so uncomfortable, maybe because, like, we do know that they're in high school, and yeah. maybe she didn't, but also, if you look at them, you go, those kids are probably in high school, right? <laughs> Yeah, they don't, Zig does not look older than high school age at all. He looks None of them do. In high school. Yeah. None of them do. So, it's like, she. it, like, definitely feels like this woman is, like, preying on someone who's obviously, I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to, but. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. I mean, it's all like it just feels very like I don't know. Maybe it's because last night we watched a movie like that had that was like about sex trafficking and like Bruce Willis. So not that it was fictional, guys. Bruce Willis is not a sex trafficker. Bruce Willis is, <laughs> seems to be a very nice man and a talented action hero. Um, I just like Bruce Willis, but in my brain, I was like, this feels very sex trafficky to me. I think it's because of the age. It just feels yeah. very predatory. It was like, creepy. Yeah. And and even at the audition, she's like, you're 18, right? And I'm like, if you have to question it, like maybe question it when you're handing him the flyer, not after he's like d- danced for you. Seriously. <laughs> like, like you, can, you can't ha- like check an ID before you're like, no, take your pants off. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, because he says yes. And he gets naked, and I'm pretty sure he is not 18. And I was extremely uncomfortable during that entire audition. I'm also I also question like, do does this type of work hold auditions? Maybe for men, if you're go, I don't really know. I don't know. I know that if you, if like no, I, I you definitely need to audition. I mean, I don't know like what the deal is with like traveling strippers like for bachelorette. Mm parties or whatever but I know like for clubs and stuff you definitely have to audition yeah my only experience is like I don't I like I have had one friend who has worked at a strip club before and I'm not sure she had to audition at least not in like a dance sense but that's also I think it's it was a different circumstance than what Zig would be doing so I have no idea um anyway yeah I don't know if that's universal I, I know that in New York, like, it also might just be, like, regional and what kind of club That's it is true. and stuff. But in New York, it's, like, you definitely have to audition. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, But anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're, we supposedly don't know that she's asking him to audition to be a male stripper. Um, And Tiny's like, wait, I need to make extra money to go to my science camp. Like, I'm going to audition, too. And it becomes, like competitive kind of um (laughs) it's a real half-assed competition yeah but then 
we're with Jonah and Maya, and Jonah's like back to focusing on music because he's spending less time with Frankie because she's trying to be better now, which means she's like grounded. I don't know. And Maya's like, "Ooh, I got royalties from my YouTube videos for my music. It's exciting. I must have gotten a bump." And then she goes to check her views. And she's like, oh, that's weird. My videos haven't really gotten too much traffic. And then Jonah's like, well, what about this? Like, VJ covered your song, and it's got a ton of views on it. And Maya's like, he stole my song. And Jonah's like, he paid for your song, and he covered it. And she's like, no, he stole it. It was. I was like, Maya, he covered your song. People do this all the time. If anything, this is more exposure for you and your song. Like... I was I was gonna say like her like being so like down about this just like shows me how much she's not ready for the business side of music and like the promo side of music No, because yeah she's like jealous that he has more followers than her and that like there were more views on his video covering her but the more views there are of his video covering her and him crediting her and linking to her everywhere is that people are gonna listen to the other one exactly Maya uh she's so frustrating and like at all times but definitely in this episode as well um, she's not the worst character like I don't hate her I'm just like I just everything she does is wrong to a degree that like I find to be very annoying yeah same she's an exhausting character to watch <laughs> I'm usually never on her side yeah um but then we're in class with Miles and Winston, and Miles is like, I'm so confused. And Winston's like, oh, don't worry, bud. I'll help you with this math problem. This is what you got to do. And Miles is like, no, not that. I'm confused about why Tristan's mad at me, because now Tristan is kind of butthurt about the truth or dare nonsense. And Winston's like, well, it's obviously, he's obviously uncomfortable about your number. And I'm like, I mean, I guess, like, that is an aspect of it. But before we kind of got there, I was just like, for Winston, for someone who's, like, a very supportive friend, usually gives good advice, at the same time, he also, like, jumps to conclusions and says them very matter-of-factly a lot, which sometimes ends up, like, steering people down the wrong road and assuming, like, the... I feel like this is not the first time he's like been like, well, obviously this is what's wrong when it's like, you don't know this Winston. I don't know. I relate to Winston in this way. Not because <laughs> I like steer people in the wrong direction. Like usually I, I think I give pretty good advice when it comes to things because like, you know, but like, for example, if I'm doing like, if I'm like in my house, like playing Jeopardy or whatever, I like ev- or like any opinion that I give on this podcast, regardless of how strongly I actually feel or if I feel it at all, I do it very confidently and convincingly <laughs> to the point where people are like, I think that's the right answer. And then they look at him and like, you're so off. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like it'd be like, I feel like the way to do this at least slightly more helpfully would be like, do you think it's because of this? Not like it's obviously because of this <laughs> and then like causing a rift that might not need to happen. Yep. Although I feel like he's like partially, partially right about this, but like not totally. I don't Agreed. know. Also, I want to give my piece of advice to the, to the group, to the Panthers for the day based on this. 
never ask for someone's number in this capacity. It's no. if if it's a safety issue, if you're like trying to understand like a sexual history to find out like if everything's okay to like move forward or like whatever precautions, etc. Fine. But if you are like starting to date someone or even if you've been with someone or you're just hooking up or whatever, I am going to say that you should never, ever ask that question because it does not matter. It doesn't matter. And if you think about it, it's going to matter to you, even though it doesn't fucking matter. Exactly. It's like, whatever happened before, you weren't there. It doesn't, it's like, you're with the person of who they are now. Like, whatever came before, like, should not matter. And if you're focusing on that, Maybe there are other things that you need to address rather than what this number is. Seriously. Also, the number is, like, the least important, yeah, like, fact of a person. It's so arbitrary anyway. It's, like, what is, like, like, everyone has a different idea of what they think is, like, a shocking number. Like, I don't know. I don't think it, I don't think it matters. Yeah, it just, like, it truly doesn't matter. And also, there are so many different ways to have sex that I feel like just talking that kind of like any sort of number that's like well this is like just like my penetration number in whatever capacity that may be is like then I know like a million virgin lesbians like I don't understand like what we're measuring here yeah it's it's stupid um but anyway now Tristan or now Miles is like Oh, well, if he's, if he, he's like, oh my God, Tristan's a virgin. Like he's like upset about this. Well, I know how to fix this. I'm just going to have sex with him. And I'm like, this is not the way. This is not the way. Not even a little bit the way. And also Winston tells him that's not the way. He's like, that's probably not a good idea. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, because Winston says like, well, he's probably upset because you make, or what do you say? This is why Tristan's mad because you make it seem like if you haven't had sex, you're a loser. And Miles is like, oh, okay, well, I don't know how to fix that. I'll just have sex with him. Like, Miles, stop it. No, that's not that's not how we solve this. Also, like, uh, maybe- from, the, from this point forward throughout the entirety of the episode, it occurs to me that Miles has no idea the extra work that goes into two men having sex. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's prep work involved. Yeah. There's like a lot of things to cover on uh like by yourselves and with each other and figuring yeah, things especially out. Especially if you've never like done that before. You got there are a lot more they feel like there are way there are more logistics to figure out. <laughs> Truly. And this is yeah. not coming from like a, a a lady making a guess. I did work at like an HIV um positive like news source for a while and we had a really great writer um it's called the body by the way um it's it's been around since like 1994 it's awesome um but we had this one writer who was so funny and amazing and he wrote an entire piece about bottoming (laughs) and like all of the work that goes into it and how how to like make it more fun for you you know and doing it the right way instead of like accidentally Uh like hurting yourself or whatever but it's also just to be like, excuse me. He he like went on a whole rant about like, like how a butt does not equal a vagina, and like no. some men <laughs> need to stop thinking that that's the reality. Yeah, 
like you gotta like be prepared like even like in your diet sometimes yeah. I was gonna like- say he writes a whole <laughs> thing about like well what's gonna happen and you need and like this is like the diet that I need to eat that day and like you should avoid this and like it's a whole thing yeah it's a whole damn thing and Miles does not have a goddamn clue no idea uh oh yeah I'm wondering if it's because I mean I don't want to get too into this they're children so never mind um <laughs> anyway next Maya is confronting VJ about his cover and she's like you need to take down this video this is my song and I'm about to record it and I don't want people getting confused um about like whose song it is and I'm like Maya he covered your song and credited you like girl you can't like you don't have a right to ask him to take it down he paid for it this is legal and Baz is apparently trying to be like I'm his representation and then like you can't do this but Maya just basically bullies both of them into taking down the video I don't know I don't really remember how she actually convinced them to do this she literally pulls um the flash of like a flash drive out of um VJ's pocket like I'm sorry Maya's a real bitch this entire scene and it's like inexplicable to me it's ridiculous she seems like almost a different like she's often misguided but she seems like like just her the way she's acting feels like almost a totally different human like it's really weird she's like really mean she calls his version of the song weird and like you know whatever and it's uh it's I don't know it's so weird to me and upsetting and then she gets her way and storms off. And I'm like, he is going to put her on blast on YouTube. And she yeah. earned that. Deserves it. Yes. Um, But then we freaking cut to a weird, like, dance battle <laughs> between Zig and Tiny in the we hallway. Learn- yeah. <laughs> and we learn that Tiny is an incredible dancer. And Zig is not. <laughs> He is he is so so at best. Um and then Esme like comes over and is like Tiny's really good. You're not. Like if you need lessons, let me know. And at, like in front of Tiny Zig like brushes her off, but then he's like, "Wait, actually, please teach me. I really want this dance job." I'm like, "What?" I'm just confused about what is happening with Zig's character in this entire episode. I'm like, really? Dance? I don't the, know. Yeah, the only connection I could make to the dance thing, other than the fact that like his whole speech about feeling like he doesn't have a thing that's his. Right. Um, his whole, like, was when he was in the musical, he seemed to have a yeah. really, really good time with that. And he did, like, a lot of, like, silly, like, musical theater kind of dancing. Right. So I'm like, I feel like that's, like, where this is coming from. Yeah, I'm like, Zig, just go, just do theater again. Why aren't you doing that? I would love for Zig to be in a play. We haven't seen a Degrassi school play in in a hot I know, minute. Not since Romeo and Jules, I think. Right? No, there was the one where, um, where oh, Zig no, was, was in it. The one it was that Winston did, right? Yeah, the like superhero, whatever. Frankie was in it. Yeah. And um, Vince know. got arrested at it. Right, 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 right. Yep. The one that Zig was in. Yeah. Yeah. That was the last one we saw. Um, anyway, then we're with Miles. 
and Tristan like at Miles's house and Miles is like oh my math homework's in my room come up and get it and is like luring him to his room under false pretenses and then immediately is like jumping Tristan basically and is like let's get it on let's get to it moving extremely quickly and Tristan's like what in the what are you doing like what are we doing and Miles is like, well, I know you're insecure about this, so let's just do it. And it's like, oh, no, this is <laughs> this is not the way. And then Frankie walks in and busts up their party. And Tristan's like, don't worry, I was leaving anyway. I am going to walk away from this. This is too much. He, it's just, it, Miles does this entire thing so wrong. Because also he says yeah. like the words aloud that he's basically just like, let's get this over with. Like, yeah, <laughs> this is why you're sad. So let's this do this. It. But also he's yeah. just like for anyone, especially someone who's like a virgin, like he's moving too fast for like a professional. Like he's ridiculous. Yeah. He's just like, what is foreplay? Let's get in this. Let's like, <laughs> let's just check this off of our it's box of stuff. formality at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then we are with Zig, who is dancing <laughs> for Esme. And she's like, strong arms. You need to have stronger arms. It's very weird. It's very strange. And then Zig is like, ugh. I'm leaving. Like, you're just going to tell me that I'm doing this wrong. And then he kind of goes into his speech about how he's, like, insecure. And because he doesn't have a thing. And, like, it feels like his friends might be leaving him behind a little bit. And then Esme's like, well, you know how you're going to fight back? And think how you're going to power through this? Through dance. So keep dancing. And I'm like, okay. Is Zig, this is Zig's path now, I guess? I don't know. I didn't mind the pep talk. I thought it was a decent pep talk. Also, this entire scene was just me having, like, various dance team flashbacks. (laughs) I always forget you were on the dance team. (laughs) It's not on brands, but I, I actually, I was thinking about when COVID is over if it ever ends uh quitting my gym and just going back to taking dance classes oh nice yeah or maybe bar or something yeah I do like bar I'm like I just like I miss doing like choreography Mm. yeah I got it yeah um but then we are at the Hollingsworth house Frankie's reading a magazine she says uh like Miles is trying to talk to her about things and she's like excuse me I'm in the middle of a very important profile on Brody Jenner and I'm like Frankie it's 2017 no you're not (laughs) like no one's writing (laughs) any kind of profile on Brody Jenner in the year of our lord 2017 no one cares about Brody Jenner (laughs) um and Apparently, Hunter is getting out of the hospital today, and their mom is going to throw, like, a little shindig for him. And she's invited Tristan because apparently they're face range friends. And um, she's like, unless that's not cool, like, do you want me to uninvite him? And Miles is like, it's fine. I need to talk to him anyway. And their mom walks away, and then Miles is like, it's over anyway. Tristan doesn't want to have sex with me, so it's over. And Frankie's like, um, I think you should talk to him about that. Like, I don't think that's fair. And he's like, no, it's obviously, it's obviously over now. It's this is done. like 
the weirdest blind spot that Miles has because he's grown so much like emotionally and like in his like maturity and this is uh, like this entire episode feels like it's totally like uh, someone else wrote it like none of the characters are who they are yeah except for maybe Tristan like none of them Winston and Winston like none of the like main characters of plots are who they are like all the side people are on point but like Miles is weird as shit Um, Zig is dancing Zig is weird as shit and Maya is like inexplicably super bitchy yeah like in a different way than she normally is yeah yeah exactly I don't know what's going on um but, I hate this episode. <laughs> but then we get to um we find VJ's video exposing Maya and how he's saying like Maya made me take my cover down and she's basically saying that if you're different, her songs are not for you. And Miles Which, like, I don't know oh, that no. that's the takeaway. <laughs> I think he's like spinning it into that because he's pissed off. Um and Jonah's like, oh, no, the f- their fans are going to come for you or something. I don't know. This thing was very short. Like, it kind of ended after, like, we discovered this video. Pretty much. And then we get a very quick <laughs> cutaway to Zig's dance audition, which I just found kind of uncomfortable to watch um, because I knew what he I already knew what he was auditioning for. And I'm like, this is not the way. <laughs> absolutely not but it's not bad (laughs) yeah it's fine um and then we cut back to Tristan and Miles having a confrontation I think they're at school and they're finally kind of talking about things and Miles is like you are just upset about my number or I can't remember but Biles brings up like well you called me a man whore and Tristan does not back down from that and she's he's like well what else do you call someone who sleeps with anything that moves I'm like dude this is not the way to get your point across and then and he's like I don't want to be just another conquest he's still being very judgy about Miles's like past experience and then but then Miles responds and like well if you're so uncomfortable with me being more experienced why don't you go sleep with a couple guys and then come back to me I was like what is happening I hate Both this. of you were responding terribly but then Tristan like only hears the like what come back to you part and Miles is like, yeah, I don't care. Like, I just want to be with you. Like, this is stupid. And Tristan's like, well, I don't care about your list. I just want to feel like I matter more than anyone else on there. And it's just like, you guys are not good at communicating. They're really not. I feel like he makes it a little bit more clear that, like, sex is a more important special thing to him than it is to Miles. And that's, like, also a big part. Of the conversation, you know, because that's what he leads with. And then, like, Miles brings up the man whore thing and he, like, gets all, like, mad again. I feel like he, like, tries at first. But, I mean, it's such, like, a complicated conversation, you know, especially when you're young like that, like, and emotions get high. Yeah. Yeah. Emotions get high because it's, like, sensitive and personal and also hard to articulate and talk about your feelings because that's embarrassing 
and like yeah. weird and awkward and it's like yeah no it's Vulnerable. just yeah i i get why their communication is sucky but it's like also very annoying to watch it's just i'm like have a goddamn conversation yeah <laughs> Uh, I'm like, why don't you know how to like perfectly articulate the way that you're feeling and put it into words, you teenagers? What's going on? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> don't you just think before you speak? Come on. Um, no. And but then Miles is like, okay, well, I still want you to come to Hunter's thing. Like, just come and we'll talk more tonight. And things seem to like get pretty smoothed over. Um, but then we're back at the audition, and obviously he is auditioning to be a stripper, but he does not get it. Like, he does not get it until after they ask him to take his clothes off. He's like, oh, okay, you need to see my body. Like, are, like, the costumes just really, like, tight-fitting? And it's not until she's, like... Yeah, I mean, the bachelorette parties, it's usually like a fireman or a policeman outfit or something. And he's like, wait a minute. Oh, my God. It he's like a very long time to figure it out. He's so slow. He's, <laughs> I'm sick. I'm sick. Yeah, he does. He just he just fully doesn't. He's like fully naked and still like not getting it. Yeah. Which is wild also i've been thinking about his dance this whole time because i'm like it's not bad but it's also not great and i realized what it is like he's not bad at what he's doing but the choreography is like definitely meant to have a partner like he would Mm -hmm. be great as like you know the lady is like the spotlight like in a ballet situation right because he can move and like esme taught him pretty well and he did like that cool jumpy thing that i can't remember what it's called like and he's he, definitely strong enough to, like, lift a woman. Exactly. Like, he has a future as, like, a, like, dancer of some capacity, but he has to be, like, the backup role, basically. Like, the support like role. Like, a nice dance partner for, yeah. like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not gonna... He's not gonna be the leader. He's not gonna do any solos, but... <laughs> but, yeah, no. It's it'll it's be, so awkward. The it's, whole... Yeah, it's uncomfortable. The whole Especially situation. it's, like... He's def- like he's definitely not an eighteen. Like and he like got naked. Ugh, I don't like it. I don't either. Um but then we're at the studio at Maya's internship or work study or whatever the heck it's called. And she's watching VJ do a Jude Harrison cover. Did you catch that? Jude Harrison, aka the main character from Instant Star. I did not, but it sounded familiar. So, officially canon that the Instant Star universe is in the same same universe as Degrassi. Good to know. Good to know. I think that's something we asked Stephen Stone and he confirmed. I just can't remember. I can't remember. Um, but she's watching like another VJ video, which is this Jude Harrison cover. And Peter comes in and like returns Maya's shoe from his birthday party. And he's like, I know you've been avoiding me by your scheduling, but like here's your shoe or something. I don't know. And then she's like, hey, are my songs good? (laughs) And he's like, yeah, they're really great. Why? And she's like, well, I don't get why VJ's covers get so much more attention than like my videos. 
And Peter, like, watches VJ for a couple seconds and is like, he's so unique, full of joy. Doesn't he just make you want to watch him? I'm like, I'm sorry, I cannot believe Peter as this person. I, like, yeah. cannot believe Peter, like, being able to, like, pinpoint and analyze music, but whatever. Um, it just seems so weird coming out of his mouth. <laughs> Agreed. But uh, by the end of our time with Peter, it was like, what, what is, what else is Peter going to do? Really? Yeah. Who knows? And yeah, so he's like, wait, he, like, he's so like unique. Like, doesn't he just make you want to watch him? And I was like, no, I want people to watch me. <laughs> like, oh my God. Who is the, like, all right, maybe this is a little bit Maya again, but still it's ridiculous. <laughs> And he's like, jealousy is not a good look for you. No. And he's like, well, but like, look at Carly Rae Jepsen. She was on Canadian Idol. And then she kind of like went away for a while. But then, bam, call me maybe. And now she's super famous. And I'm like, I mean, maybe in Canada. But she's still like a little bit under the radar, I think, in America. But she's pretty hooey. I mean, like when Call Me Maybe was a thing definitely big but the name is still yeah. hooey and like she's come oh, out with definitely. great stuff after but like i think she definitely falls into like the underrated pop star category yes but i but like again underrated i don't know if she's quite of them um but sure whatever probably in canada though and he's telling her to play nice with everybody like, you catch more flies with honey. If you're going to be in this business, you got to, like, you got to make nice. Like, come on, Maya. Don't be so weird and territorial over your music. The music business is notoriously, like, not is going to, like, pick you apart for everything that you have. Like, do not get attached. <laughs> like, yeah. Or at least be real, be more realistic about, like, what this the business side is, I guess. Um, but then we are back at the Hollingsworth house and Hunter is back from the hospital. Yay. And Baz, Yale, and VJ are here to celebrate his homecoming. And Baz already makes a, like, don't make him angry joke. And he's like, what? Too soon? Um, and Tristan comes and he and Miles kind of go to the side. And Miles apologizes for, like, pressuring him. And he's like, and you said, like, let's actually talk about this now. And yeah, and Tristan also apologizes for, like, yes. his behavior. So everyone's being mature. Also, there is a Magic the Gathering tournament happening in the background. Right. And they're like, mm, let's pass. <laughs> And they're finally talking about things, and they're kind of talking about the logistical aspect. Um, and they're kind of just clearing the air, and it's like, Tristan's like, it's not that I don't want to do this with you. It's that, like, we got to, like, talk things through and get on the same page. There's a little more that gets goes into this. Um, it's awkward, but we got to talk about it. And then Miles is like, okay, great. This was a good talk. You know, like the list of people who I'm in love with is a lot shorter. And Tristan's like, I love you too. And it's very sweet. Um, who do you think he's they- loved? It's just been Tristan and Maya, right? Yeah, probably. I 
Yeah, I think that's it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then they're like, Miles is like, well, do you want to go to my room and bail on this party? And Tristan's like, people are going to like wonder what we're doing and he's like well let's just pretend we're fighting (laughs) and then (laughs) which is honestly a great choice (laughs) and I can't remember whether they yell at each other but it's very funny I think it's just like I can't believe you or something I can't believe you've done this (laughs) um yeah but then we are with Maya and VJ and they're making a YouTube video about how, like, VJ's like, well, Maya still won't let me put the cover back up. But instead, we're writing and recording a song together. And Peter thinks the song is cool and that, like, Maya should be developing her talents in the songwriting department. And he's going to try to, like, see if he can get her in on some songwriting sessions. And I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. Honestly, I kind of like this for her because yeah. I, I think she's like, she's, I think she's a talented musician. I'm not like in love with her singing, but I think her songs for the most part, if they were to like different music sometimes would be really good. <laughs> like her lyrics are good. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. And I actually do like the song that he wrote for VJ. I unfortunately agree yeah. with Peter in that she did write it like in the right voice for him. I just don't like to agree with Peter. But she <laughs> it's like she did write it in like his voice and it is like a good song. Like it's a good like kind of poppy like almost it suits like him. you know. Yeah. 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 yeah I like Peter's I like, like her. Well, that's a as talent this. too. Let's develop this. Like, yeah. All right, Peter. Sure. She'll, pro- she'll make a lot more money as a songwriter. Truly, that's where you where you get where where you will get your residuals, Maya. Um, and then we're at school. Miles and Tristan walk in holding hands. I was barely paying attention because I was horrified by Tristan's shirt. Um, I think he Miles like walks him to like class or something. And then after they say goodbye, Zoe and Winston are just being extremely nosy. And they're like, so, did you do it? You totally did it, right? You did it. And <laughs> Miles is like, can you please, like, get off my back? Like, no, like, get away from me. We, like, we made up. It's fine. And they're like, well, he didn't say that. They didn't do it. And he's like, I don't kiss and tell. Bye. And then Winston, like, puts his arm around Zoe and is like, Hey, do you think we can do some kissing and not telling? And then Zoe has like a deer in the headlights look on her face. And then we cut away. It's not a great facial expression. Yeah. To that question. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what you want to see. Uh, but then we end with Tiny Zig and Grace at the lockers. And they bring Zig a gift in a which is an animal print thong because they're making fun of him for his audition and then Esme comes over and and is like oh what's going on and Zig is like the audition was for a stripper like I like definitely not doing that and Esme's like well actually I thought you were really good I'm in a dance troupe um and I like over the summer, like, we sometimes make a little money if you want to audition. Like, you don't have to strip for the audition or, like, something, we- like, weird and flirty and whatever. Yep. And as soon as, like, she walks away, Grace has, like, 
a horrified look on her face and is like, ah, uh, like you can tell she's jealous. Yeah. And she's like glaring daggers at her after that sentence. Yeah. And then Zig's like, okay, don't mind if I do. Maybe I will. And that's how the episode ends. And I'm like, ooh, okay. I guess we might be getting a little bit more into this Grace pining after Zig nonsense soon. So it'll be. It really feels like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. It really (laughs) feels like it came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, I don't whatever. I yeah. mean, I guess we also, found out about it a while ago, but still. But still, like when we did, we were both like, what? You're like, what? Since when? What? <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Zig doesn't deserve her. Not at all. Not many people do, but. <laughs> Grace is too good for everyone at Degrassi. Ugh. Yeah. You know. Except anyway. Tiny, but they're too broy. Yeah, no, yeah. And Tiny and Shay are about to probably embark on like they're about to go to science camp together. Is so. she going or was it just him? I don't know. She's the one who told him to apply, and I think she talked about how she was either applying to or gonna go. I don't know. I, don't I think remember. they're both going to this camp. I hope so. Um also what are your thoughts? I had a thought after watching the episode where we ne- Tiny was also going to go to the audition and we hear nothing about that. So my guess based on being like like giving him like a gift of a G-string was that like and like Tiny being the one to tell Grace was that Zig probably called Tiny and warned him and he didn't go. Yeah, but also, I yeah. But also, I was like, "Are we gonna have another Alex plotline where <laughs> Tiny needs to make some money so he can afford the flight?" I hope it doesn't go in that direction. But I had like one brief moment where I was like, "Are we gonna have another teenage stripper storyline?" Mm. Yeah, I kind of hope we don't go there. Me too. I wasn't even thinking about that actually, but but I don't know. Um, I just figured that he was like, uh, yeah, no. Like once Zig got out of there, he was like, Tiny, don't do it. Yeah, it's not what we th- thought it was. <laughs> For sure, that that was my thinking um, as well. But I was like, what if they do also, it again? Yeah, I also I don't think either of them are technically old enough to do this. So. I have no, I truly can't get a read on anyone's age. I know like how, like how old they are in comparison to each other. I think they're maximum 17. Like it's the end of their junior year. Like they got, I I can't imagine. I don't know. Either way. Older than that. I'm I'm relieved to hear you say that because I was like, maybe it's just like me that was like, is Degrassi going to do this to me again? (laughs) (laughs) I yeah I don't think so but I mean I don't know there's still two episodes left in this season so I guess we'll see um I can't believe we're almost done with season two I know it's flown by I really have have two seasons left after this right yeah and then we'll go to 80s yes um but do we have a spirit squad captain um I am gonna hmm I'm mm. (laughs) like, was anyone like great in this episode? I don't know. Am I going to pick Esme? Probably not. 
both. She did teach him to dance. Maybe Pete. Weirdly, am I going to say Peter for like talking some sense into Maya? I would co-sign that. Like, I guess so. Also, I was not expecting Peter to be around for this long. Like, Me truly. neither. I thought the last episode we saw him in was like going to be the end of him. But like, I'm surprised at how much he's in the show. Getting a lot of Peter. Yeah. Um, ship, I guess trials, Tristan and Miles. I'll go with that. Again, things together. Um, yeah. All right. Grapevine. Um, all right. We have two emails today. The first one is from my cousin Carly. Um, and she kind of does a little sports and Degrassi <laughs> breakdown for us, which is very entertaining. So, uh, I'll just read the whole thing. Um, hi ladies, I miss you both and I would love to come visit, but tis the COVID season. Anyways, after next class introduced volleyball to the show, I thought I would attempt to round up all the sports Degrassi the next generation has portrayed, even the most abysmal attempts. I call this segment, remember when Degrassi had season one basketball. This sport stayed relevant on the show throughout almost the entirety of the series, but we all know we like Jimmy's story better than Casey's. 100%. Spirit, yeah. Spirit Squad. Hazel's infamous toe touch. Never forget. They keep this name until the reign of Holly J in season eight. Season two. Soccer. Fuck Dean. Technically rival school, but Paige was cheering for Degrassi, so I assume they had a team. They did. Spinner was on it. I remember randomly. that. Randomly. Also, I've, and Sully. I've, oh, yeah. Sully. Ugh. I think that was season three, though. I blessedly forgot about both Sully and I forgot Dean's name. So I forgot to mention both of them when I was talking about how my least favorite character ever is uh, <laughs> Derek. Derek. <laughs> I, 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 so. It, well, least favorite main character, I think, is what we were also talking about. That's true. Like Derek's name was in the theme. Like his actor, he was in the theme song. So yeah. I still think, I think we clarified that. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, also, season two, wrestling. To be honest, I completely forgot about this until I did some research. I barely remember any Toby storylines. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> and floor hockey team, Liberty storyline. I truly do not remember this. Thanks, Wikipedia. Never forget her weird Napoleon episode. <laughs> um... Season three, gymnastics. This is a good episode for other reasons, but not for their portrayal of the sport. <laughs> Agree? Uh, and Carly would know. Also, season four, the only thing is ju she just says, honorable mention, yoga. <laughs> nice. Um, season five, hockey adjacent. Dylan played. I'm shocked it took until like season 12 for Degrassi to realize they're in Canada and a high school hockey team makes the most sense. Mm -hmm. um agree and then junior wheelchair hockey association degrassi be being woke honorable mention remember friendship club <laughs> a different is, kind of sport is friendship club a sport <laughs> um season six racing technically a sport i guess like street racing okay carly that's a stretch a man died um basketball but a girls team title nine for the win lacrosse more title nine also a great alex storyline i gotta say 
don't really remember lacrosse. Have no recollection of lacrosse whatsoever. But Alex playing it sounds familiar, so I don't know. Season nine, football, Degrassi's attempt at being an American teenage drama. Fucking love Jane's storyline, though. Power Squad, where the F are the adult supervisors? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, honorable mention, dance. Leia dances, right? I don't remember if it was for sport or a club. I think she just did it, like, outside of school. Also, totally forgot about Leia until reading this email. I forget um, about everyone. It's a gift. <laughs> for season 10 through 14, they renamed the show Degrassi. I didn't want this email to get too long, so I'll pause for now. Hope this gave you a few laughs and brought back some fun memories. Your dedicated listener and Holland's cousin, Carly. <laughs> Thank Carly, you. I miss you. <laughs> She's in Utah right now. I saw that. I'm so jealous. Yeah. I love Utah. Uh, I've never been to Utah. I mean, I guess I've only driven through Utah, like, on the way home from Missouri, which was not a fun drive. But that doesn't sound fun. Yeah. You but should come you. with me to we Utah. Miss you. Thank you, Carly. We miss you. All right. We um, also have an email from Dan Smith. Hey, Holland and Kelsey, have you guys noticed that the first shot of every Next Class episode is one of the actors looking directly into the camera? I don't think I had. Did not, but I did notice it for this one because I had read this email beforehand. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's Tristan this time. <laughs> um, what do you think is the best male and best female actor in Next Class? Hmm. I think I have to go with zoe oh yeah i'm going zoe um maybe miles yeah i would i think i would lean towards miles or tristan yeah yeah they're both pretty good yeah i was just thinking miles because he's like i feel like he's his character has had to like go through a lot of different kinds of emotions and situations that's true and I feel like he's done that pretty well like when he was like slipping and like when he was doing going through all that shit with his dad and then when he was going through all this stuff with his mom and he was like battling addiction and like I don't know maybe it's just because like we've seen more of his acting chops on display yeah you've you've sold me on that similar yeah. Zoe, similarly, she her character has gone through a lot of stuff. So, yeah. That is true. Yeah, you've sold me on Miles. I think that's... I don't remember the actor's names, but, you know. Um, and then Dan says, The reason why writers had Shane Dawson retweet the video of Zoe and Winston is because Shane is a huge fan of Degrassi in real life. He made a two- or three-part parody of The Next Generation many years ago. Lauren Collins, parentheses page, actually made an appearance on it. I did not know that. I do rem- I do remember that. Um, also, I'm pretty sure he does blackface in those videos as Liberty. So I would not <sighs> recommend revisiting those videos. The deepest yikes. Um, yeah. Um, and then Dan sent us a series of would you rathers. Be forced to strip to avoid being evicted or sell stolen drugs to support your family. Strip, obviously. Yeah. It's not illegal, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Also, all of these would you rathers are very upsetting. Just wanted to give the listeners a heads up. Okay. That one's like the least upsetting. That was the least upsetting. That was that was your warning shot. Please, (laughs) please be aware before continuing. If not, skip to like five minutes from now. All right. Have a creepy older man who you thought was your age show up at your house unexpectedly, like Darcy, or have a member from a gang you used to be a part of show up at the same concert as you, like Bianca. I would rather do the Darcy thing, and my reasoning is that that dude is alone, so if you call the cops or self-defense or whatever, like, that's the end of it. Whereas yeah. with a gang, there's there's backup. That's true. You uh, can't really the, get out of it. Hand- on the other hand, I was also thinking, like, you're alone at your house for the first one, but you're in a public place for the other one, too. So, but I feel like the first one is you probably still have, like, a better chance. Like, I feel like if a man I didn't know showed up to my house, I would at least, like, look through the peephole. I don't know. I feel like I would be better equipped to, like, to try to prevent anything from happening i don't know yeah i guess the first one Ugh, this one's horrible yep that that was my least favorite one okay here's the last one have your boyfriend send a nude pic of you to his friend without your consent like ally or have your entire friend group shun you for a year like spinner i mean i definitely the ally one but also like i don't i don't i mean I don't want things spread around without my consent, but I think that I'd be less, I, I'm less shameful of my body than I am of, uh, than fearful of like being alone for a year without any friends. Yeah. Yeah. Although one could argue that the friends thing is for a year and the photo, if it goes on the internet, is forever. Yeah. I don't know. This one's also, I'm like, I feel like <laughs> if your friend group shuns you for a year, um, if it's not for the same reason as for why they shunned Spinner, if it's just like, oh, no, I'm on the outs, then I feel like I could get over that and be like, well, they weren't my real friends anyway if they're, like, shunning me. Like, let me go find better friends. So, I don't know. But I guess high school, it's kind of hard to do that. I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm still going to pick the shunning. I think I could handle that more than the, like, non-consensual nude photo being spread around. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a tricky one. Yeah. <laughs> the, all of them. I mean, obviously, the whole point of the Woody Rathers is that they are not ideal. They're all terrible choices. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's all we got. All right. Well, thank you guys for sending those in. And if you'd like to be featured on a future Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at GrazzyPod, or you can email us at whateveritakespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram at Keller Highwater, and you can follow me on Twitter at Kel Sucks with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend? I have no idea. <laughs> I've like not been consuming new media lately. I don't know. Um, if you have something, 
go for it. Yeah, um, I uh, I'm actually going to recommend a gallery slash store that's in Brooklyn, but you can buy stuff online from them, and they're really cool. If you're a fan of like whimsy and like monsters and like celebrities and just cute ass shit, uh, look up Leroy's place in Brooklyn, and they have an online store. And I just bought like a yarn monster thing from them today, and it made me very happy. I named him George. He lives on my wall. Beautiful. Um, I just looked at my notes and I realized I took notes about recommendations like from like the beginning of 2020 and then never recommended them because we went on a hiatus. So I'll recommend one of those things. There you go. Um, in like January or February, Allegra and I watched The Witcher with Henry Cavill, it's honestly worth it enough to just, like, stare at Henry Cavill the entire time. But it was a fun series that we enjoyed. It's very, like, fantasy, like, medieval-y fantasy series. I think it's based on, like, a Polish book series. It was a fun time. So I recommend that. <laughs> it's it's based on a video game. I know that. Video game. That that I know. but a I video game? I don't know if it started no, as a book. I think or it started as books and then it got turned into a video game. And I know it's Polish, though. It's yeah. good. I, I, I'll, I'll co-sign that recommendation. It's a good one. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.